Perhaps there is no other time in one's life when proper EMF exposure is more critical than during recovery from illness, rehabilitation, or hospice care. Home use of a hospital bed can be an enormous benefit in each of these situations, but are they safe? Are hospital beds safe from harmful, man-made, electromagnetic radiation? Are there greater electric field exposures? Do increased electric fields cause a problem with dirty electricity exposure? Are there solutions? We'll explore this important topic coming up. EMF Remedy is dedicated to helping you understand which electromagnetic threats are present in your home, and whether in the context of your current home, one you're considering for purchase, or building a new home with comprehensive protection designed in, EMF Remedy can help you reduce your family's exposure to harmful, man-made electromagnetic radiation. Hi, this is Keith Cutter with EMFRemedy.com. You're listening to Reversing Electromagnetic Poisoning. This is a podcast for people who are serious about taking control of non-native EMF exposure in their homes. If you're in need of a hospital bed due to illness, rehabilitation from injury, or end-of-life care, the last thing, the very last thing you need is the subtle or not-so-subtle torment of exposure to increased levels of non-native EMF. I have had literally thousands of interactions with people and hospital-type beds during a previous career in emergency medical care. I've moved them into and out of purpose-built medical beds of all types, in private homes, emergency rooms, inpatient care, memory care, assisted living, and rehab. I have a pretty good grasp of the features, advantages, and benefits, which, by the way, are significant. And if you've never been sick, if you've never had to convalesce, you may not fully appreciate how significant, how life-changing an event it can be for somebody who's sick, somebody who is recovering, to get a hospital bed that really can have a significant effect. So there's nothing, nothing that can replace a proper hospital bed. It can be the considerable help with mobility, in particular, 
transfers from a walker or a wheelchair to a bed. So the way that works is going from a walking position or a wheelchair to a standing to a bed can be optimized by lowering the level of the bed and it just makes it a whole lot easier. It might make it possible for a person to do this on their own when it it wouldn't be possible with an ordinary bed. They can also aid in circulation. Did you know that? They can ease breathing. They can provide better comfort and more, but there is a problem. If the bed plugs into the wall for power, there's the possibility, the probability of enhanced electric field exposure. And I mean, I mean enhanced exposure in a bad way. The power travels from the wall circuit to the bed whereupon lies the patient, just inches away, in fact. This increases electric field intensity surrounding the patient. Oh, by the way, the inverse square law that we just finished discussing teaches that, you know what? Close is bad. It's a bad thing with regard to non-native EMF exposure. This field then couples efficiently with the human body to create a measurable increase in the alternating current voltage potential versus Earth. Something I would argue is antithetical to life. Yes, I would argue that. For generations, patient beds were not powered by electricity and hence safe from additional electric field exposure. Interestingly, the beds in the emergency rooms don't typically require AC power, at least not in the hospitals that I've worked in, and they've been many. The reason for this uh, isn't some sort of an enlightened view on the harm that can be caused by electric field exposure. No, it's, it's the need to quickly move the patient from, say, a staging area, we'll call it, to imaging if needed, uh, possibly to surgery, without the additional fuss in plugging and unplugging the beds. And you know what? They work fine. They have all the necessary movements. They raise the head. They raise the feet. They raise and lower the entire bed quickly, easily, reliably, using, you know what, not electrical, but mechanical, hydraulic, or pneumatic action. No non-native EMF. They are, they are not, however, designed for the patient to be able to initiate the various movements himself. That's not such an issue in the ER, but it may be in a home rehab or hospice situation depending on the availability of a caregiver to give assistance when needed. 
Why do I say it's not so much of an issue in the ER? Because generally, you would expect you're either there with a loved one or there are caregivers in attendance to you. They can help you adjust the bed when needed. Now, other places in the hospital, well, <laughs> uh, you're not so lucky. If you're in an inpatient situation, you're probably going to be receiving some significant EMF the whole time you're there. But um, I, I am not aware of any alternating current-powered hospital beds with appropriate non-native EMF countermeasures. Maybe they do exist, and I'm not aware of them, but I don't personally know of any. When I was in my emergency medical career, I didn't know anything about the harmful nature of EMF. Otherwise, I would have looked into it, and I haven't revisited my emergency medical career, but I just I don't know of any hospital beds powered by alternating current that have appropriate countermeasures. Maybe, maybe there are some. I had a chance to check out a bed that had been used recently for a hospice patient and the electric fields were really considerable. Not that, um, by the way, it would be difficult to design a bed that takes non-native EMF exposure into consideration. No, I don't think it would be difficult to design such a bed. Basically, shielding the power approach, the power cable, the mechanisms, the controls, and it really shouldn't add that much cost to the production, development, and manufacturing, but I'm guessing there's not enough demand. Driven by the fact that there's not enough awareness, and before we end today, I want to talk about that awareness. It really is, it's a gift, right? Not everybody has that. Not enough people are aware of the harmful nature of electric fields and dirty electricity exposure. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you just say and dirty electricity exposure? Why am I bringing dirty electricity into this discussion? Hopefully you understand what dirty electricity is. If not, see my episodes on that topic. The reason I bring it into the discussion is because dirty electricity, in a sense, lives within, is propagated within, inhabits electric fields. The lower the electric field exposure, the lower the exposure to dirty electricity, the higher the electric field. And by the way, electric field exposures can be extreme on hospital beds. The higher exposure to whatever the dirty electricity levels. So the bed that I checked out was well within the extreme range. Uh, no place that I 
would want to or would allow one of my loved ones to be for a long time. Is there any way to reduce the exposures? Yes, there is. Aside from procuring a purpose-built hospital bed, the design of which mitigates electric fields, the best strategy is periodic removal of the source of the electric fields. What does that mean? It means collapsing the electric field when not in use, de-energizing. In other words, unless you are actively adjusting the bed, you don't allow any increase in electric field exposures, nothing above ambient levels. By the way, if you haven't done a complete EMF, eval, and remediation, you should definitely consider doing so in a patient care situation. There's probably no other time when you will enjoy the benefits as much and that there will be as much at stake. After having done a comprehensive EMF evaluation and remediation, the reason I bring it up here is that the ambient levels for the patient where they are recovering, the ambient levels of all four types of non-native EMF, magnetic fields, electric fields, dirty electricity, and the 800-pound gorilla in the room, RF radiation, radio frequency radiation will be lower. This will, of course, help. It's not enough. You can't just take that and then plug in an AC-powered hospital bed and lay on that thing, but it'll help because once we address the increased electric fields and therefore dirty electricity on a hospital bed, once we have de-energized that the patient will be left with whatever the ambient levels are. And those can be brought lower from a proper eval and remediation. So this will help. We're talking today about just electric fields and dirty electricity because these two are the problem. The obvious issue with hospital beds. So once again, our solution for electric field and dirty electricity exposure in hospital beds will focus on collapsing the electric field when not in use, de-energizing that. In other words, unless you are actively adjusting the bed, you don't allow any increase in electric field exposures. Nothing above ambient levels. There are a range of solutions with greater and lesser convenience and greater and lesser cost. An important note here. We're going to look only at the convenience, the cost, and the effectiveness realm in these solutions because why? Because I don't know your particular situation. That's why. 
I don't know the unique safety issues for the patient and the caregivers in your situation. But hear this, patient safety is the primary concern and the safety of the caregivers as well. You need to look after that yourself with your unique solution. Each situation is unique. We're talking today only about non-native EMF exposure issues, patient safety, primary concern. Choose a non-native EMF mitigation strategy that accommodates the safety concerns unique to your situation. A local qualified EMF consultant may be of great help. If you need help finding one, I have a free resource. Check out my Finding a Qualified EMF Consultant podcast for help locating one in your area. Here are three solution types. Each of these will work for reducing electric field and dirty electricity exposure. My hope is that one of these may be appropriate for your situation. Number one. Here's a concept. Use a manually operated hospital bed. I'm not talking about a hospital bed like you would have in the ER. Jesus, things probably cost $10,000. But I'm talking about a scaled-down version of the hospital bed, appropriate for in-home care, but one that doesn't require alternating current to operate. Now, here's the bad thing. These are not patient operable. Not in the ER and not at home. So depending on the frequency of position changes, in other words, the number of times per day that you need to have uh, the position changed, and the number and availability of caregivers, this may be a perfect solution, or it might not work in your environment. How does it work? Well, the caregivers can be summoned. Um, I think a bell is a good thing, you know, an old-fashioned little bell next to the bed if the patient is cognizant and, and mobile and can operate a bell when they want to, or just by voice, you know, ringing a bell or uh, saying, hey, can you help me? <laughs> Neither of those involve additional EMF exposure. So then the caregiver will perform the needed adjustment on the manual bed. You're done. So that is solution number one. Uh, solution two is if a manual bed won't work in your situation, but you do have adequate caregivers, the bed can be plugged into a receptacle controlled by a light switch, right? These are, these are relatively common. You might have a, a switch next to the bed that controls a lamp, for example, next to the bed. Well, you can just plug the entire bed into that light switch and leave it off. If the light switch is not reachable for the patient, then you can summon the caregiver and he can switch on the power to the bed, and the patient or caregiver can perform the needed adjustments. 
So this too can be an excellent solution as the only time the patient is exposed to electric fields of a higher intensity and, as we discussed, therefore greater exposure to whatever dirty electricity is on your electric lines. The only time that exposure happens is when the switch is turned on. Power is not on, no no electric field exposure, no additional electric field exposure. So that too can be a fantastic solution and it can be very, very inexpensive if the light switch outlet combination already exists where you need it. You might have to push the bed out from the wall in case, in which case the uh, patient won't be able to reach the light switch. But hey, if it's already in the room, it's going to be very inexpensive, maybe very inexpensive to implement this. If there's not one there, maybe an electrician could wire one in the appropriate location. All right, moving on. The third solution is called a remote disconnect. There are some really superior solutions in this area to be explored. So solutions which can be built or installed by an electrician with the inputs of a qualified EMF consultant whereby just the receptacle into which the bed is plugged will be energized or de-energized with a remote control. Using the same hardware, it's even possible to de-energize one or more branch circuits to lower ambient electric field exposures. Maybe you can do both separately and create an enhanced sleep environment for the patient at night. You will likely want help with this one, but it provides the highest level of convenience together with superior electric field and therefore dirty electricity exposure reductions. Selecting the components to build that kind of a solution and then mapping the correct branch circuits is uh, best done by a professional. If the patient is capable, he pushes a button, like on a car door uh, remote, to energize the bed controls, then uses the bed controls to adjust the bed as needed. A second push of the button on the remote de-energizes the electric power to the bed or and or selected branch circuits. No caregiver involvement is necessary. Pretty neat solution, huh? All right. In summary, home use of a hospital bed can be an enormous benefit in critical situations, but Are they safe from an EMF perspective? No, no, they're not. No, they're not generally safe. Not if they're powered by alternating current electric power. They can be a prodigious localized source of intense electric fields. Close sources are the worst from a non-native EMF exposure 
perspective. Do increased electric field intensity cause a problem with dirty electricity exposure? Well, yeah, absolutely. We can think of dirty electricity as living within or inhabiting electric fields, so greater intensity of electric field Exposure provides greater intensity of exposure to whatever dirty electricity is within the power lines in your home. Are there solutions? Yes. Three types of solutions that we just reviewed. Quickly, the use of a manual hospital bed, plugging the electrical cord for the hospital bed into a outlet serviced by a light switch or a remote disconnect. So one of those I'm hopeful might be right for your situation. And you know, I just want to um, close a little bit differently today. Um, I think I want to communicate. I think it's wonderful that you, if you're listening, and particularly if you made it to the end, if you're listening to this, you're concerned about minimizing exposure for you and your loved ones to harmful man-made electromagnetic radiation. And I just want to share that that awareness itself is a gift not everyone receives, not everyone is able to understand, If you've been given an awareness, I encourage you to take action. There are so many possibilities for living a life with lower exposure levels. If you would like to support my work, I would appreciate it. Here are three ways. First, you might consider becoming a supporter of this podcast The link is in the description. Second, you could tell others about my work, including this podcast, my new YouTube channel, my website, the article I've written. I'd like to help them too. And lastly, if you have a relationship with our Creator, you can pray that our efforts here may be a blessing for many. Thanks for your time and attention. This is Keith Cutter with emfremedy.com. God willing, we'll see you next time.